Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Inside the junk hole. Oh my goodness. Well, sometimes that is better. It just tastes so damn good. Stargrove. Wolfman's got Nars. Killer mommy. <laughs> Here's Johnny. Thou art the one. Slap. Star Child. What the hell did we just watch? The All American Spook Show Podcast. Marching along in the big parade on St. Patrick's Day. I'll be up to me neck in shamrocks as I march along the way. I'll swing that old shillelagh as I wave to each colleen. I'll tilt me ear the better to hear the wearing of the green. Oh, the Kelly's from Killarney, the Murphy's from Kildare, the Hallahans and Callahans who came from County Clare. There'll be folks from dear old Dublin all the way to County Cork. They'll be marching in the big parade right here in Old New York. Hello and welcome to another edition of the All-American Spook Show Podcast. I'm Josh, and as always, I'm joined with my friend Will. What's up? And the Professor Smoke. Everybody. And this week, we're it's not necessarily a, a new beginning, but it's just kind of a little bit of a fresh start. We're going to be uh, introducing a fourth member of the Spook Show. You may recall... Back last year, it was the the episode, which I don't have, of course, I don't have it pulled up in front of me. It was the episode where we did The Conjuring 2. We had our friend Donnie on the show. He was a guest on that episode. It was episode 29, back in the archives, if you care to go back and listen. But in that episode, we had our friend Donnie. It's a guy I've known, good Lord, Donnie, how far did we go back? Third, fourth grade, something like that. It's been a long time, man. Yeah, long time. Yeah, but uh, we're... we're He's going to be the fourth member of the Spook Show gang. You know, it kind of helps us may- maybe push some more content out there. You know, if we got a, an extra hand in the pie, so to speak. Just, you know, everything that Donnie bring- can bring to us, too, just in terms of, like, he's actually worked in uh, the movie industry, even more so than uh, the rest of us have, for sure. Because um, most of our experience is, like, you know, working uh, on different projects and uh, editing for and, and shooting local news and stuff like that. and. Smoke, you you've uh, worked in a little bit of local news as well, but Donnie, you actually have uh, you've done that oh. a li- you've d- you've done that a little bit too, but you actually uh, went to film school, right? And you uh, have some experience working on that side of things, right? Yeah, man. It was uh, I went to Full Sail, graduated in uh, 2001, and then immediately, basically, uh, moved to Chicago. Got most of my most of my work uh, in Chicago. But yeah, I was I was very very fortunate to. Uh, to live out my dream uh, at a young age, and uh, here I am uh, currently as a data analyst. <laughs> I, had to, I had basically had to. I had to stop. I, I freelance for five years, but uh, uh, you know, there's only so mo- so long you can go without health insurance and, <laughs> yeah. and benefits and all that. So, uh, so yeah, the real world, uh, you know, kind of kind of came knocking. So, but no, it was, it was a blast. Had a, had a lot of fun, you know, did a lot of things I never thought I'd ever do, but yeah, it was great. So hopefully uh, you can bring that little bit of knowledge that you have there. You bring that, you know, not, not to mention, you know, I think you gel with everybody here. I mean, we all, we've all known each other for yeah. a while. So um, I think it'll be a lot of fun and uh, we appreciate you coming on and lending your expertise and your help where you can. So I think you'll be a good addition moving forward. Yeah. Thanks man. So if uh, anybody has any uh, uh, comments or Anything like that, and just want to ask us a question or whatever, you can email us at allamericanspookshow at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at AA Spook Show. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube by searching All American Spook Show. Uh, we have a T Public page where we, you know, sell logo merchandise, and we're, we're probably definitely going to be having some new stuff coming up soon because with this episode, we're kind of introducing a little bit of a new look and a new feel and everything, you know, on our social medias and uh, we're going to be trying to do uh, more stuff for youtube and definitely for patreon which that leads me to we have a patreon page it's patreon.com slash aa spook show 
Um, we're definitely going to be adding some uh, bonus episodes. Like, like you know, most people I, I would assume listening to this probably know how Patreon works. There's different levels. One level, there's going to be like bonus episodes that we're going to do every month. Like, I, I think we can pretty much guarantee there'll be at least one a month. Another level, there'll be like a bonus video. Maybe it's a little uh, uh, video that we can put on YouTube or, or you know, specific to uh, Patreon. You know, if you're at that level, you can check that out. So just little things like that we've got, you know, kind of cooking in the oven, so to speak, to to kind of uh, broaden the experience of the spook show and everything. So, uh, but I'm sure, like I said, if you're listening to this one, you'll kind of, you've probably already seen on our socials and, and on this feed uh, for this show, there's, there'll be a slightly new look. So um, it's kind of a, a new, a new fresh beginning a little bit for the spook show, you know, um, look for some more changes coming up over, you know, probably throughout the year of 2021, hopefully leading into even bigger things in 2022, if we can get the growth that we want and everything. So today, which I haven't even mentioned, I've talked about all this shit and I haven't talked about what we're going to be talking about today. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the Into the Dark. Um, I guess it's kind of a TV series. It's on Hulu. Um, it's more like a movie series. I don't know exactly how to define this. I mean, I guess... Kind of an anthology. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a, a horror anthology movie series on Hulu. Like, and I say that because every episode is basically like a feature-length film, right? You know, lengthwise. So it's a little bit longer than your average, you know, 45 minutes of a long episode of uh, network television. But each one basically is something to do with a holiday. So, you know, if it comes out around this time of year, it's going to be about St. Patrick's Day, which... That's the one that we're talking about today actually came out a year ago in March of 2020. Like, so basically right around the time that the pandemic started uh, kicking everybody's ass, this came out on Hulu and it's called Crawlers. So we figured it'd be a good time, obviously, to uh, go back and check that out and see what our thoughts are on that. So I guess before we uh, go any further and get our initial thoughts and all that, I'll go ahead and toss the trailer for Into the Dark Crawlers. Chloe? Hey, it's St. Patrick's Day. You call this celebrating? What's going on? What does it look like? Aliens. Aliens? Alien imposters. Are rapidly replacing the citizens of this town. Chloe! She's gone. They took her. And I don't want to hear about some conspiracy theory right now. We need to get out of here right now. We're all fucked. You just have a gun on you? Got off the dead alien. And there's the trailer for that. Donnie, I mean, I guess since you're the new blood here, I guess we'll go ahead and toss to you first. What were your initial reactions? I mean, not necessarily your final grade, just kind of your gut. After sitting down and watching uh, Into the Dark Crawlers. Yeah, this movie is just so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's dumb. Like, there's, it's annoying. And you know what, man? Like, we've all been, you know, I guess college age and, you know, but you always wonder, was I ever this fucking idiotic? <laughs> but, but no, it's, it's like there's. Maybe. Did you guys notice that? There was a well, green no, you, you tint are, you to are. everything. Oh yeah, that's like that's like the most St. Patrick's Day they could do to the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Besides like, setting it on St. Patrick's Day, there was Day, there was a some green, green light around tent. here. <laughs> yeah, some green it was everywhere. It was like the normally they do uh, color grading. It's usually almost like a uh, blue and orange setup, and this one just went straight green. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like everything was green, <laughs> even the, the tunnel scene. Uh, where the you know they got out of the car in the tunnel, there was a green light. Why? It just <laughs> maybe it's just know. those I, uh, those cheap ass green street lights that you see everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> there are those. Yeah. Oh man, you completely forgot. This movie dude. is brutal. As far as your question earlier, you you are talking to two people on the podcast who had to carry you back to their apartment. <laughs> uh, I always yeah, think well, about uh, that. Great goose and Domino's <laughs> pizza. Right, I remember that. If anybody was taking bets on on how long it would, how many episodes we'd go without that being brought up, uh, zero, zero episodes yeah. basically. Great goose and Domino's pizza. So uh, to to that end, will what <laughs> that were, needs to be a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> will, what were your initial thoughts on this? Um, I'm 
pretty pretty much in line with Donnie. To me, this, this movie felt like it wanted to be a bunch of different things and never followed through with a single thing. <laughs> you know, like it felt like it wanted to be almost like a Me Too movement type of movie. When when they could lean into that, they they took a left and you know like, like this girl thinks that she was raped. You know, possibly you know roofied and raped in the in the thing. But then, like, now that's the thing, though. The did they commit to believing it? That's the other thing too. Like, did they ever outright come out and say, "No, she, rape"? The the word "rape." I think it was just like, "Yeah, they drugged me," and I don't remember what you know what happened after that. And then, and then that story yeah, was but, told but, five but, times. That, that, that's what you lead into, and that, that's what I mean. Like, like they they give you something, you expect that to be you know uh, like followed through on, and nothing ever happens with it. Um, yeah, they tiptoed around it. Never yeah. actually said the word. They did that with a, just a lot of different things. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm in complete agreement. Professor, what do you think? I, I'm glad I didn't even watch the movie. <laughs> God, I feel horrible because I love it. No, no. Ditto. That's all I can say. It was just, yeah, it was, it was, uh, almost a chore to finish it right <laughs> <laughs> you know that's the thing myself like i didn't feel that way until about the last half of the movie like at first i'm like all right i kind of accepted it for what it was you know <laughs> and then i got about halfway through i'm like god damn there's still 45 minutes of this movie <laughs> i'm not gonna say i hate it i'm not gonna say i hate it, it but i didn't love whatever, it uh... i just watched it before we did the podcast i think i mentioned i messaged you about it or whatever i'm like yeah i'm like i still gotta watch it yeah and then we put it on and yeah, I checked, and it was like 30 minutes had gone by, and I think there was another 40-something left, and it felt like I'd already been watching it for at least two hours. Yeah. <laughs> you got to love that. Like We've watched a few movies on the, on the right. show that have been like that, but this is definitely on that list, for sure. <laughs> it just it feels longer because, it, like... The, yeah, the, I kept hoping it would open up a little bit more. I kept hoping it would get yeah. a little bit better, you know, a little bit. It's got to get a little bit better as we get closer to the end, right? Oh. It kind of reminds me of the movie that we watched back, the first Christmas movie we watched back in December, Better Watch Out, where, like, the first 30 minutes, you're like, all right, I, I've seen this movie a hundred times. Like, what the fuck? Let's, let's, let's roll it. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. You know, <laughs> but except <laughs> this movie never did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. it starts out with just a little bit of energy, but not much. You I mean, a little bit. It, once we, I don't know we're going to get into the movie a little bit, but the cop scene, you know, once you get to the cop scene, yeah. you're kind of like, oh, okay, well, all right. It's going to be an alien pod people type thing or something, you know, it's going to, but no, it didn't, it didn't develop <laughs> yeah, that way. To me, this sounded like a, a movie where like somebody went to a, a, a production house. It was just like, hey, so uh, th throw me an idea. All right. Well, I've been thinking about this. All right. Sounds good. We're going to start filming it Thursday. What? <laughs> 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 and that's another thing too. Now I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and say that, like you know, usually we give a lot of uh, background information and stuff like that. And because of the way that you know, th this is basically kind of like a TV show, but not really. There's not a lot of background information on it, you know, other than just cast and crew and that kind of thing that we'll go through a little bit. Um, but as far as like you know, there there's no such thing as box office numbers with this, right? And like, and since it's on Hulu, there's not even really any ratings or anything like that to kind of compare anything to. But I think mostly, like, most of these episodes or these, you know, movies, whatever you want to call them for this End of the Dark series, have been critically met pretty well, although I'm not sure about this one in particular, other than I can see what I can see on IMDb, that it has a rating of 5.6 stars out of 10, so... That is generous. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's out of 788... That is, yes. <laughs> that's out of 788 ratings, so, I mean, that, that's a that's a fair score considering... And uh, when you look further into the into the breakdown of it, most of those twenty over twenty six percent of those rating it gave it six stars out of ten. Maybe right. somebody was huluing and chilling, yeah. and <laughs> when it asked at the end, okay, yeah. six, yeah, <laughs> and then went out of their way to rate it on IMDb. Um, <laughs> you would think if anybody went out of their way to rate a specific episode of a, of a damn show. That, you know, like, man, that thing sucked. I'm going to go give it a low rating. But no, apparently, that, man, that, that was awesome. But yeah, I, I, think we are, I think we're all kind of in agreement uh, on our feelings about this. But we'll, we'll get a little bit further into that when we give it our actual ratings at the end. So as far as, like, any any information I found on this, obviously, like I said, this this was on Hulu. It's part of the End of the Dark series. And this episode aired March 6th of 2020. Um, since it's not like, you know, MP. AA, you know, movie ratings, it does have, like, the TV rating of TVMA, and that's obvious. And, and they did, 
they did lean into the gore a little bit more than you would expect with this kind of thing, right? I mean, there is some gore there in, in the language and everything, so you did get a taste of something, you know, uh, a little bit more edgy yeah. edgy than the story, right? It's an hour and 30 minutes total runtime, so like we said, it's a little bit of a slog. <laughs> On IMDb, it's listed as a drama. <laughs> It's listed as a drama slash fantasy slash horror. It was directed by Brandon Zuck. Now, from what I could tell by him, like, basically, most of his stuff is writing. Uh, it's all fairly recent, you know, like in the last 10 years or so. He has only directed four short films before this. So this is like, you know, I guess you wouldn't necessarily call this his feature film debut, although it's basically the length of a feature film, right? But um, everything else no. he had done be directed before this was fil uh, short films. And he's written uh, a handful of short films and some episodes of some TV series like uh, Five Points, a uh, TV series called Swipe Night. Uh, like I said, most of this is all fairly recent stuff. And um, he's mostly known for uh, being a writer on Stay, Goodbye Blue Sky, A Song for Your Mixtape, The Happy One. So that's, that's kind of his background. The, the writing credits for this is Catherine Wignall, Mike Gann, that that's actually the teleplay by Catherine Wignall and Mike Gann, and it's based on a story by Catherine Wignall. So basically, you know, it's, it's their deal. Catherine Wignall, this is it. Like <laughs> as far as on IMDb, this is the only credit she has. Mike Gann, he is actually known for a little bit more. Um, he's actually uh, been a director as well. He directed uh, Burn, the uh, movie that came out in uh, 2019 that had Josh Josh Hutcherson in it. Um, he was actually the the director and. Uh, one of the writers on that. He was a director of No Evil, a couple more writing credits, nothing major, but you know, at least he had done some stuff before this, whereas Catherine Wignall had never done anything, apparently. And this is her story, so I guess basically we have her to blame for this. Yeah, I was about to say, it's her fault. Yeah. <laughs> this was put out by, uh, now this whole series, and this one included, this whole End of the Dark series is actually uh, done by Blumhouse Productions, uh, Blumhouse Television. And that's all, of course, like uh, Jason Blum's production company, and this is, you know, like, He's the guy that's you know would be mostly known for like the Paranormal Activity movies, Insidious movies, the Purge movies, tons of like wh whether you love them or hate them, way better movies. Than yeah, that. well, true. Well, yeah, that for sure. <laughs> um, but whether you love love all the movies or hate all the movies, there's no disputing that like his shit has been very successful over the last ten or fifteen years. No question about that. So th these these are kind of you know he, he's the executive producer on these. As far as the cast is concerned, this stars Georgia Wiggum as Shauna. She's the main character. She's kind of the narrator of the story. She would be best known for Sierra Burgess as a loser. She was in The Punisher, you know the Netflix series. She's been in The Orville. That's the Fox kind of like it's basically Star Trek series that Seth, Seth MacFarlane does. She was on the Netflix series Thirteen Reasons Why. So she's you know had a fair bit of success here. And, and, like, she has 17 credits, acting credits on IMDb, and that's all since 2016. So this is just basically in the last, what, five years? She's done a ton of stuff. Early on, a lot of success, you know, hopefully, you know, for her, it continues. Pepe Sanuga, she plays Misty in the movie. Her credits will be Famous in Love. She was in Ash vs. Evil Dead. That's another one of those shows, like, I've been meaning to get around to that for years and just haven't sat down and watched it yet. Yeah, um, me too. I haven't even seen a single episode of not, it yet. Me either. <laughs> me either. I mean, I've, I've wanted to for sure, just haven't done it. Um, she was in uh, the Freeform show, The Fosters. She was in Under the Silver Lake. Once again, still a, a fairly uh, young actress. She's got 22 credits to her name on IMDb that go back to like a short film in 09. But uh, then she was in a film in 2013. It's called Life of a King. Uh, she was in General Hospital for a while. The series Famous in Love, like I mentioned. Leprechaun Returns. She was in Thriller in 2018. A, a handful of other TV series and stuff like that. Once again, another name that you, or another face you may recognize, even though you may not know her name. Cameron Fuller as Aaron. Same deal. Once again, I mean, these are all young actors and actresses. I mean, he only has 12 acting credits on IMDb. Uh, his first credit actually goes back to 1995. He had to have been pretty young at that point. Um, because then he didn't do anything for 20 years after that. <laughs> he's in, he has his uh, Tucker baby in The Babysitter, and then 20 years later, he's finally in an uncredited role in Project Almanac. He was in Barely Lethal, the, uh, that TNT series, The Last Ship, net, on Netflix called Rim of the World, another one called uh, Confessional. He was actually a producer on that. He's actually got six cre uh, producing credits, believe it or not. Olivia Leong as Eugene. She has, let's see, about 13 acting credits on IMDb that go back to 2016. She would best be known for Legacies, uh, which I think is a, a series on CW. 
Kung Fu, which I think that's uh, an upcoming series. Yeah, yeah, that, I think that's another CW series, which I don't think has come on yet. She's going to be in that. She was apparently in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Chloe is played by Jude DeMorest. She has 11 acting credits on IMDb that go back to a short film in 2009. She would best be known for the Fox series Star. She actually has eight soundtrack credits, and one of those is Bad Moms. She was in the film Bipolar, another one called Axiom. And we'll mention one more because, you know, definitely his name will come back up. Um, uh, Zachary Rusin as Michael. He has 19 acting credits, so it sounds like he's actually one of the ones that's uh, done the most stuff, you know, before this. Um, that date back to a couple, a few short films all the way back in 2011. He would best be known for Deadly Exchange, Tomorrow, Pipe Dream, and uh, The Art Craze. Actually, he was the host of that series. And we'll mention one more. This is, uh, uh, what is it, Shauna, the main, the main girl. Her mom uh, was played by Virginia Louise Smith. Let's see, she has 27 acting credits that go back to 2000. She would best be known for Jack and Jill, that god-awful Adam Sandler movie. Um <laughs> You could basically put any title in there and then just say that god-awful Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> no, well, I mean, yeah, you're pro- by and large, you're right, but there are at least a few good ones. That one is yeah. that one is balls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got, uh, she was in the show Scandal. Um, she was in the FX series American Crime Story, uh, the movie Earth to Echo. So, I mean, she's had some success in television and film. So, basically, honestly, like I said, there's not a lot of the usual background shit with this one. So, I mean, was there anything else that you guys found that I missed that you might want to bring up here? Nothing? Uh, well, I mean, yeah. Um. Tumbleweed. Well, I guess we can go ahead and wrap this up. All right, on the next episode, we're going <laughs> to... I think I think we've all expressed how we feel about this one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not looking into it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. If we gotta talk, if we gotta talk about it, let's talk about it. Fuck it. Uh, all right. So uh, I, I went up to get a drink during the whole movie. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I curse. I curse whoever thought up to watch this. Oops, that was me. My bad. <laughs> what is it? Hey, why it's buttercup? Popcorn, add some butter to hot popcorn. Mix it up, wrap it up, buttercup is born. It's delicious. So nutritious. It's a taste delight. It's so munchy. Crisp and crunchy. You'll enjoy each bite. Eat butter crunched buttercup. Popcorn at its best. Served in a king-size cup. It beats all the For you, the listeners of the All-American Spook Show podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Like we've said a hundred times before, like basically the way this works is you sign up using audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Helps us out, helps you out by giving you, that basically they give you a credit. You can take that credit on Audible and you can get one audiobook with it. And then if you decide like, look, I, I can't afford this or like this isn't for me, I don't think I'll use it enough, you can cancel the service and you get to keep that one book. So... Helps us out, helps you out by giving you a free Audible book, you know, uh, win-win. Um, I just looked up Irish Horror just because, you know, it is the season. And a few things popped up, you know, a couple that I found were... Uh, Irish Horror? Oh, horror. <laughs> horror, horror, not horror. <laughs> That's a, I don't think you can find anything on Audible about that. I found The Bog by Michael Talbot. That one's uh, damn near 12 hours long, and that one's only from Audible, too. That's an Audible exclusive. The Haunter of the Moor, an Irish ghost story by Jeffrey Kosh, and that one is just a little over seven hours long. That sounds pretty cool. And uh, there, there are a handful of other things. I mean, not a ton of stuff there, but obviously, you know, specific to horror, there's literally thousands. A lot of our listeners are probably Stephen King fans, so like pretty much all of, if not all of his shit, most of his shit is on there. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash spookshow for your free audiobook. All right, so I guess without any further delay, since we uh, have all f- clearly thoroughly enjoyed this movie, let's... let's- Let's dive into it, shall we? Um, All right, I'm, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just That's got. Funny. I just realized I got to paint the whole house, <laughs> and I got to watch it dry. Yeah. <laughs> well, come on over. I've got stovetop. Um. All right, so here we go. So the movie starts with uh, Shauna, your main character, basically kind of like doing like a, a vlog 
on the internet kind of telling the story of what happened to this town she lives in called Emerald Springs on St. Patty's Day. Uh, apparently, that like uh, supposedly this town is like uh, known for its famous like pub crawls, which honestly they don't really do a, a good depiction of that in this movie at all. Like you know, like, <laughs> like they only show one bar, right? And then yeah, and then they show just this fucking dilapidated old warehouse that they all end up at. <laughs> That hardly nobody's there. Like once they get there, I guess you know there's a reason for that. Once they finally get there, but still, um, it's it's a pretty sad affair. Then you're introduced to Officer Dominic, who uh, he's he's kind of like you know just rolling through the neighborhood, and he accidentally uh, hits a guy with his car, and he gets out to check on the guy, and then the guy bites him in the arm, and then basically turns like you don't kind of you don't see it happen, but you see him from behind. He turns into Officer Dominic. I can't even remember what happened at that point, right? Did he attack him or something? Was just the fact that like he screamed that like the dude turned into him, like what the fuck, and then. Then you get the opening credits, right? The opening credits were kind of cool, though, right? Like, they weren't horrible. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for uh, you just looking for something. Yeah, I was going to say, that, that, that's not what you want to, the person to describe your movie, I guess. Is, you know, the opening credits weren't too bad. <laughs> so the highlight of the film... Look, I'm yeah. just... I'm just trying to not screw us if we ever uh, sit down and talk to Brandon Zuck one day, all right? <laughs> We've got positive things to say. I'll tell you what, man. Th- th- that fucking opening credits. <laughs> Those credits, man. Yeah, we've just made a life enemy out of Brandon Zuck. <laughs> we actually we actually interview him one day, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I pretty much agree. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are right. I mean, I was hamstrung by sucktitude. What can I say? Cocaine's a powerful drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm i just saying that I thought that the opening credits, they look good. That's all I'm saying. Because it, it's, all, it's all downhill from there, right? So you got to... You gotta start high here. Well, there, 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 there was a uh, second good part, at least for me. Those were the closing credits. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, those those were pretty good too. Those were pretty good. <laughs> Actually, too. that was the most entertaining part of the show. <laughs> you no mean, doubt. You mean the no credits? The, you mean that the credits arrived, or just that they had outtakes throughout the credits? <laughs> I think it was the outtakes. Yeah. Or did the oh did the ending credits arrive? Is that what you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They had the outtakes, right? Yeah. How about how about the rave that wasn't a rave at the warehouse? Thing? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that that's where the pub crawl ended, right? Like the the sad the sad affair. Yeah, well, we're talking about the title of the movie, Crawlers. I was expecting. I didn't know anything about the movie going into it. I didn't read anything about it, but I was expecting it to be crawlers, to be critters, de- you know, monsters or something. I didn't expect it to be the literal pub crawlers. Yeah. The, <laughs> so I felt kind of cheated by that, even though it was a literal description of what they were doing in the movie. I guess they thought it was a clever play on you know on the word. Now, yeah, I never made that connection. <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh, like it, it just, it was just a light bulb when you said it. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that is right. <laughs> now, at the least from what I can tell now to that, you know, I'll mention this before we continue. There was another movie called Crawlers that apparently, best I can tell, this is according to IMDb, came out the exact same day that Hulu released this episode called Crawlers. And it's a completely different type of movie. Like, that movie is about like a zombie pandemic in the future. Yeah, we should have watched that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then there, then I saw that there was like a '93 uh, crawlers. Yeah, there are other crawlers. Like, I, like I said, you know, there's a f- at least a few others. But of course, we we apparently have picked the worst of the ones to, <laughs> to watch. I don't know, but the only difference is those don't ha- didn't have anything to do with St. Patrick's Day and uh, uh, Welcome to the Season, right? So. That's why we decided to do this. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, I just thought I'd point that. Well, out. you know, we, we got there's going to be some stinkers out there that we got to get out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And this is one of them, I think. But you know, like like we've said before, when the movie sucks, sometimes we have the most fun with that. So <laughs> there is something to be said for that, at least. The next scene after the opening credits, the the, the wonderful opening credits, you're introduced to. <laughs> You're introduced to Misty and Chloe and Eugene and Aaron, and they're all at this bar. Like, they're beginning the uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, Irish uh, pub crawl or whatever the hell they call this thing. I think they call it, like, the St. Pat- Patrick's Day Massacre pub crawl or some shit. Shauna comes in. Apparently, like, she's the one that, like, she's all about, like, uh, aliens and UFOs and shit. And she comes in and sells Adderall to... Uh, Chloe and uh, so clearly like they're, they're just setting up all these character stories like Chloe is the party girl and Misty is her friend who like kind of takes her abuse and uh, Eugene is kind of like the new 
girl to school who's kind of falling in with Chloe, and uh, she wants her to be like in this little clique that they have going. And meanwhile, Shauna's just the chick that sells them drugs, right? And uh, Aaron apparently is from a uh, part of this frat house that uh, is uh, notorious for being a bunch of grab asses. And like I said, there's this whole, like we mentioned before, there's this whole sub thread of uh, apparently Misty went to this frat house at some point in the past and quite possibly got raped, although they never say that, that she just basically that she got roofied and something happened, but she does, she's not sure of it. And apparently it turns out to be this guy, Michael, that you see a little bit later on that, that probably did it. So there's a little bit of revenge on that side of it. You know, basically I just explained the whole movie. Good night. <laughs> so yeah, Shauna sells Adderall to Chloe and then you, you, you realize that she's like this big conspiracy theorist or something because she's kind of talking a little crazy to everybody there at the bar. Apparently Aaron takes off with Chloe and they can't find her. So Misty and Shauna decide to go looking for her. And this is when they go to the frat house and you're, this is where you're introduced to Michael, the guy that apparently did something to Misty you know, in the past, so she's uncomfortable to be around the guy. They go upstairs, and they find Aaron tied to a bed, and he's got a huge bite, like, in his on his uh, thigh, you know, on his leg. He tells him, like, it's funny, like, he, he's like, I don't know what happened, and all of a sudden, he knows everything that happened. Like, oh, yeah, n- <laughs> n- now I remember. This, this bitch bit me and then turned into me. <laughs> like, you could have led with that. <laughs> then they call the cops. Officer Dominic arrives. So obviously we know that this Officer Dominic is like a you know the fake officer, like the other one. That's the other thing too. Like that they establish it basically like these aliens or whatever bite them, get their DNA and turn into them, right? But they don't necessarily need to kill anybody. So like, do we? How many? And now we'll get into that with the kill count at the, at the, here in a little bit with you, Will. But, like, how many people actually died here? Because, like, they don't need to kill anybody to become them, right? Other than just taking them out of the picture so they can assume their identity or whatever, right? So you don't... My, it seems. So my point here is, like, you don't really know if Officer Dominic is dead. Like, he might still be out there somewhere, right? But this fake one shows up in his car, so I guess you would kind of assume he is. Of course, he arrests Aaron because they, they say that, like, uh, you know, Aaron came in and took Chloe out of the bar or whatever. So he arrests him, and then they go out to the car. He opens it up, opens up the back door to put him in, and there's some bodies back there. So maybe, like I said, if I cared enough to go back and watch this part, maybe the officer's dead body is back there uh, in the back seat, and I just missed it. But there, there clearly are bodies in the back there. So Aaron fights him back and then just stomps the shit out of his head, like gets him down and starts stomping him, and then he's just like stomping a mud hole in his head, like um, just stomps him completely out like a bug. Full American history X. Yeah, <laughs> with green with green goo, <laughs> with green blood, yeah. like Vulcan blood or something. Um, Eugene, you know the the kind of the third wheel friend. She shows up and joins up with them, and then Shauna, like, yeah, Aaron's coming out of the house, and then like um, he's being chased by one of these aliens. One of them just randomly shows up in the frat house, and then uh, Shauna drops the alien in the head, like you know, shoots him. Right in the head, like right beside Aaron. Then, so th- I guess that's basically uh, one of your deaths right there, right? This guy that gets dropped. <laughs> but then yeah. again, it's an alien. Do you count that? Who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> so then you actually, that they get into a uh, like an SUV. And as they're about to leave, you notice a, like a truck comes up and just picks up the officer, you know, the, the dead alien, the uh, officer Dominic, picks up his body, throws it in the back and takes off. Um, which they never, that's another thing they never really follow up on, right? Like, who is that? Is that the government coming in and taking the alien away? Or is that like the, the aliens are organized to when one of their own go down, they come and get it and take it away? Like, who the hell was that? Yeah, you know, I think there's you a lot of game thought into this. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's I'm, a lot of game <laughs> plot holes here. And I think uh, <laughs> you could drive a truck through them. I'm like, first of all, why the hell are the aliens even doing this? And yeah, like you said, is it the government involved or what's going on? Well, all we know is that it started back in 1978, and they were like microscopic, and uh, somehow her mom knew all this um, over the years, and she's the only one that knew that this was going on, and now is the day of reckoning, I guess. Look, you know, you try to make uh, lemonade out of lemons is all I'm saying. I'm trying to figure it out. (laughs) Um, So they go to, like I said, they go to Shauna's mom's house, who's like an alien expert and all this shit, and they kind of like, they come to the conclusion that these aliens are a hive mind. And they have a nest. And it just so happens that the nest is in this place where, like, the pub crawl ends. You know, like, this is the last destination of the pub crawl is exactly where this uh, alien nest is. So they kind of theorize, I guess, that, like, this is why they're fighting back tonight. Because they know that all these people are coming to their building where the nest is, the old abandoned warehouse or whatever. 
and they're kind of uh, you know fighting against that. Eugen is like, yeah, this is all full of shit. I'm leaving. She leaves. She goes out and sees a guy walking down the street, and then she turns the corner, and the guy is standing there in front of her. Uh, then the next scene, you see her like running back in. Like I just basically I just saw a dude twice, so uh, I'm back. <laughs> but then of course Misty is uh, obviously right out the gate. She's suspe- uh, suspicious of Eugen, you know, just coming back like that. And so they all get out of the car on the side of the road. And like, all right, let's cut our fingers to prove it, because you know if you're an alien, you bleed. You're gonna bleed this this green blood, right? Of course, Eugen is an alien. This scene is like a. Uh... Like, like how to shoot or how to mimic the scene from The Thing where they, you know, the Petri dish scene, yet with zero tension. <laughs> <laughs> let's frame yeah, this in such a accurate. Let's frame this in such a way that no one gives a shit. Sold! <laughs> see, see, this movie is for kids, right? So, no, uh, no, it's not. So, so, so when they're... So when their parents come and they're like, uh, so what movie did you watch? Oh, it was this. It sucked. God, I hope it sucked because I didn't watch it. <laughs> no. We were screwing around. Yeah, well, I could see that going down, but like, no, these movies aren't made for kids. Like, this is like TVMA, just as just as harsh as any movie, you know, major movie you'd see, I think, as far as language and violence are concerned. That being said, yeah, like, basically, whoever's probably sitting around watching this other than us for this is uh, probably just some teenagers. I want a spooky movie playing while uh, I'm getting lucky. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so <laughs> Shauna reali- realizes that uh, Eugene is an alien and then stabs her in the head. Boy, it would have been awkward if she didn't uh, bleed green. That would have been something interesting, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, oh, <laughs> shit, shit. Well, <laughs> Ooh, boy, is my face real. A little, little bit of pathos, a little pathos in the movie, you know? Yeah, like, something. I didn't like that bitch anyways. I just took her out. At least that would have been something. Um, <laughs> so they go to the warehouse, you know, the, the old party nest there, and uh, Misty goes in, and, like, this is her uh, revenge moment where she sees Michael, like, uh, she knocks him out, like, hey, wait a minute, he's bleeding, he's not an alien. Oops, you know, ha, 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 that, that's a revenge moment. They find the nest upstairs. By the way, like, so th- they're supposed to be a hive mind, right? Like, uh, they're all around and they're thinking the same thing, right? Isn't that the premise of hive mind? Wouldn't you think that they'd have a bunch of them, like, waiting around this nest? They they didn't have anybody around it. Like, <laughs> there's just, like, this, well, this lame-ass yeah. rave is going on. Then they go up the step. It's clearly, like, right upstairs. Not even, like, behind a locked door or anything. It's just up the steps in a loft. Well, I think, uh, like, uh, at this point in the movie, nobody wanted to have anything to do with the movie either. <laughs> so they just they just all disperse. They're just like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> John, 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 it's your scene. No, I'm not doing this. All right, somebody's <laughs> got to be up there. No, I'm not doing it either. Yeah. Shit. All right, just let him walk in there. Jesus. <laughs> and didn't we have like 50 people that was supposed to be in the yeah. raid scene? Where'd they go? They just disappear. Tired of this <laughs> yeah, I think that, that you might have nailed it. That might have been what happened. I would blame 1985 for this, but fuck, this, this only came out last year. So. <laughs> I don't even think any of the actors were alive in 85. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. If I go back and look, <laughs> you're probably right. So, like I said, it's upstairs, you know, plain as day, like up in a loft without a door or anything. He says, here it is. Here's a fucking alien egg that someone should have noticed a long time ago, but uh, no one did. So they're going to, like, attach some C4 to it. Who, you know, Shauna's crazy mom had some C4 sitting around, so they're going to they're gonna uh, uh, blow it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love how they know how to use the C4, too. Like, her and her exactly. mom are blowing up junk cars with C4. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was why she knew how to do it when she was six years old. <laughs> and nobody would have called that out. Somebody's blowing up some shit in a junkyard with C four. <laughs> so Chloe shows back up, like she finally returns. Like this whole movie, she's been missing, right? That's kind of been like the subplot as well. Like you know, Misty's looking for Chloe. Uh, she finally just randomly. And, and like when I, when I see this, when I see this, I'm thinking, all right, all right. They made a mention earlier in the movie. You know, they're almost like ants. I was like, all right, all right. Maybe Chloe's the queen. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe she's been in, in on it the whole. Time. Nah, that's way, no. that's way too clever. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, here's another thing that they didn't fucking answer. Where the shit was she the whole movie? Right, like she's missing the whole movie. What what happened to her? Like, was she knocked out in an alleyway or something and decided to just limp into the pub crawl at the end? Like, where was she at? <laughs> She had to go drink some Pedialyte. (laughs) And she got dehydrated. (laughs) 
so she shows back up and then like obviously they run because now they've planted yeah. they've planted C4 up in the uh, nest. So uh alien Michael grabs a hold of Chloe. It bites her and now when they walk in to the room there's two Chloe standing there. So it's the old like, "Hey, don't shoot me, yeah. shoot her. Don't shoot her. Don't shoot me, shoot her." That, <laughs> you know, that that old bit. <laughs> It's a Spider-Man meme. Yeah, yeah, where they're pointing at each other. And, like, (laughs) Misty's like, do you trust me? Like, yeah. And then, like, uh, she throws, what, what, she threw a knife or a machete? What the hell? I don't forgot how she killed her. A machete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She straight up threw a machete and killed the correct one. How did you know? I didn't. You know, that that, that shit. (laughs) No, no, how do you know? Uh, because you don't care about anybody but yourself. (laughs) But you're my bestie. That, That one wasn't a piece of shit, so I killed it. (laughs) <laughs> so they leave and then blow up the building shauna comes back up with her video you know her vlog and kind of wraps up the story you know like all right well you know here we are and this shit's still going on in, in other places there's been reports in other places and then you see another meteor drop in the background and uh i guess she just kind of grabs her shit and runs out and then you get the credits and like i said there's outtakes during the credits so there you go into the dark crawlers. If you've made it this far into the podcast, we would <laughs> like to thank you. <laughs> well, look, mate, look, it's a, it's a new start. You know, we're starting off on a, on a high note here with uh, with Donnie being added to the show. So this was the perfect uh, opportunity to to test uh, his pull. How about that? <laughs> how many people Donnie's going to bring in with him, <laughs> and how many how many people stick to the stick to the end? <laughs> If nothing else, I think we've set it up to be interesting enough to find out what the fuck our star rating is going to be for this. So, <laughs> Donnie, we'll, we'll we'll let you start. <laughs> we'll let you start with yeah, this. Yeah, I'll so. just start off with, uh, I mean, I'll give it, oh my god, I'll give it a star. <laughs> I'll give it one, a full star. <laughs> and I'm being nice. Yeah. Um, That's where I'm at. Will? I'm actually going to follow Donnie on this one. I'll give it a star. It was there. <laughs> It's a movie, says Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> it's a movie, says Will and Donnie. Yeah. And it's both of y'all just smiling with yeah. your thumbs up like, yeah. <laughs> you did it. You made Half something. Thumb up. Yeah. All right, Professor, what do you say? Oh, I see y'all are too generous, I think, for me. I'm going with a... A half star for the credits, I guess. That's about as much I can do. <laughs> you have actually met me on the half star level. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that might actually be the lowest, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Like, by my records, I think the lowest Is was... It? Yeah, I think the lowest, if, without look, pouring through it, was... Will on Suspiria gave that one and a half stars on a re-rating. No, no, no. What was the... Oh, no, wait a minute. No, no. That, no, wait a minute. I just found oh, it. You're right. The, You're right. The, the, the Thanksgiving movie, right? Home yep. Sweet yeah. Home. Home Sweet Home. You're <laughs> Home right. Sweet Home. Yep. There you go. Yep. On that one, Will, you gave it a half a star. Smoke one and a half, and I gave it one. So <laughs> this, is, this is high <laughs> I think the joke on that one was, was like, so what'd you give it? I gave it five. Wow, five stars? Oh, I'm sorry. 0.5. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to go the opposite way than uh, Smoke, you just went, where you gave it a half star for the credits. I'm going to give it one and a quarter star because of the credits. I'm, I'm actually going to give it the highest grade out of all of you. Uh, I, I, I probably would never sit down and subject myself to this again, but you know, it, it's more fun to... Uh, sit down and, and talk to you guys about it and, you know, and, and have it as kind of like a punchline to a joke for the next few years than anything else. So I'll go ahead and give it one and a quarter. But, you know, Donnie, I don't know if you're fully aware of this or if you listened. Our anniversary is basically Halloween. So every Halloween yeah. every Halloween episode, we have a chance to sit down and re-rate them if we want to. So maybe if a little time passes and you want to jack that rating up, you know, and come uh, October. Or down. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or down, yeah, there's that option as well. Um, or down. <laughs> Will, what'd you come up with for a kill count for this? All right, I'm going to go with uh, four. <laughs> but, uh, like, none of them were people. Uh, I've got the uh, alien cop head stomp. Mm-hmm. Uh, the random guy that ran out of the, uh, the frat house getting shot in the head. The Eugen alien getting uh, stabbed in the head and 
the alien Chloe taking the machete to the head. I think it'd be fair to say that the number is probably higher of things you don't see, right? Like, because there were bodies in the back of that cop car, and you have to assume that uh, the people that have their identities assumed probably get killed, more than likely, right? So it's probably a higher number, but uh, as far as what you see on screen... You would assume... <laughs> you you think you would think in a horror movie you'd like to see that kind of thing, but no. It's just another thing that did not make sense. It's just another thing. <laughs> you mean just the fact that you don't see enough death in a horror movie, or maybe this <laughs> yeah, is, like what? maybe this is supposed to be like a dark comedy, like like no. uh, spoof, and we just don't get it. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not giving anyone enough credit to be no. that clever with this, man. I'm not. Yeah, like I said, oh, we, wait, I got it. I think the, the aliens, the aliens wrote the script, and there's their sense of humor or whatever yeah. that we're supposed to yeah. not understand. Yeah, yeah, okay, like, yeah. No. I think they stole our sense of humor, is what I think, and that's why we're not laughing about it. Um, all right, so that that you sure the lady that wrote this didn't write the uh, the, the second act of uh, All Hallows Eve? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's the ringer oh, that they could come. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Donnie, Donnie yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. You need to go back and watch that one. Uh, I have not. That. I have not. Yeah, I'll uh, got a got a few I, I need to watch. And yeah, that um, that movie needs yeah. a pair of scissors to it. Like, just cut out the whole like <laughs> the whole middle of that movie and just splice it back together, and you got something better. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that that naturally leads into the uh, gore score. So, Professor, what do you have for this one? Oh yeah, the gore score on this one is uh, well, I mean, it's kind of hard. It's hard to judge. Are we judging it by alien gore? Are we judging it by human gore? As far as actual human blood and gore, there's not a whole lot. There's that scene in the back of the cop car shows a little bit of carnage just real quick, and the other, you know, cutting the finger thing that's not really bloody, and the stabbing in the back of the head, but that was alien. So it's like. It's kind of up in the air. I don't know. There's a lot of splattering alien green blood. I'm going to kind of, I guess I'm going to go around a, a three, I guess. And that's for alien gore. Not a whole lot of human splatter in this one. But here's the one thing, too, is what not to do with a movie. To make it, you know, when you make a movie like this, and you, if you know the story, I mean, I don't know if they thought the story was this grand story or whatever. Somebody was blowing smoke up their ass, I guess, if they thought that. <laughs> you would think you would, like, kind of... Uh, Make up for things with a little bit of gore, a little bit of blood and splattering. You know? But no, they didn't do that. Uh, about, Not enough, anyway. About the only thing that's definitely there is, like like you said, the alien gore, but then the language. You know, like uh, the language that they use in the movie. That's 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 about as edgy yeah. as it gets, you yeah. know. Yeah. How do you do a in-up, an in-up alien movie that's actually entertaining but still sucks is uh, <laughs> Contamination. I, I think you saw that, didn't you, Josh? Yeah. That yeah. Italian alien? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> so there you go. That's how you do an alien movie that's that's not good, but is entertaining as hell. Come to, come to think of it, now that you mention that, like you were just talking about that second part of Damn It Now I'm Blind. Oh, Hello, Steve. Oh, Hello, Yeah, that was a, that was about an alien, right? Yeah. So we we just got a horrible track record on this yeah. show, apparently with sh <laughs> shit to do about aliens. <laughs> Next up, signs. <laughs> At least that's clever, right? <laughs> So, Donnie, that, that'll lead into, like, uh, kind of our new feature that you're going to be doing. Like, I guess, what are we going to call it? Like, Six Degrees of the, of the Spook Show? Something something along those lines? Yeah, something like that. Uh, it's basically our spin on the uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Basically, what this is doing is uh, taking a previous actor that has uh, either been in one of our episodes um, or one of the movies from one of our past episodes and linking it to an actor from the current episode. So I took uh, Pepe Sanuga, uh, who plays Misty, and I basically connecting her to... Uh, the first episode, which was Reanimator, uh, Jeffrey Combs. So uh, Pepe Sanuga actually has a spook show number of three in relation to Jeffrey Combs. She was in uh, Thriller, a movie that came out in uh, 2018. Uh, she was in Thriller with Big Boy. Uh, who's an actor, producer, and Big Boy was in Malibu's Most Wanted with Snoop Dogg. Kind of an interesting uh, little twist. Terrible movie, but um, <laughs> and Snoop Dogg was in Caught Up with Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. So uh, as far as you know, future uh, references, we may uh, you know do uh, I don't know something like how maybe an actor or an actress from uh, Crawlers. 
connects to the next movie still kind of remains to be seen. We'll figure out how we want to go with this, you know, going forward. But that's a pretty interesting uh, concept, especially to tie it into the very first episode. So maybe until we get this ball rolling, maybe you can say like the next movie, which I'm about to tell you what we're going to watch. You can connect that to say what we watched in episode two. What was that? Was that a trick or treat? I think was was the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. Trick or treat. The one from 2007. So maybe that that's your next one. Like the movie we watch next. How does that connect to trick or treat? So uh, it'll be interesting to see what you can find for that. So until we get the ball rolling and figure out exactly, you know, what we're going to compare shit to that'll, that'll be the six degrees of, uh, of spook show. All right. So with that being said, I'll go ahead and tell you what we're going to be watching for the next episode, which uh, should be coming out on March 29th. That'll be episode 55, so if you want to go ahead and watch ahead, we're going to be watching April Fool's Day from 1986, which I think there was at least one remake of this movie that came out, you know, like in the last 10 or 15 years or so, which I never saw. Actually, I haven't seen either of these. Like, this is one of those ones that's kind of been on my radar, just never, that I recall, sit down and watching from beginning to end. I may have seen bits and pieces, but who knows? I might sit down and watch it. Oh, yeah, I have seen this. You know, sometimes my memory is um, shit when it comes to that kind of thing, but... um. Smoke, I know you've seen this a hundred times. Donnie, uh, have you seen it? I have not, no. Will, what about you? Have you seen it? Nope. Uh, obviously, like I said, Smoke, you have for sure, right? Yeah, it's been a while, though. I, I've seen it, but it's probably been since the maybe late 90s. Okay, so it's been... That I saw it last. So it's it's easily been over 20 years or so since you last watched it. Uh, so I'll go ahead and read the IMDb synopsis for this. Nine college students staying at a friend's remote island mansion begin to fall victim to an unseen murderer over the April Fool's Day weekend, but nothing is as it seems. Now, who the hell goes out and celebrates April Fool's Day? Like, is that kind of the way, the way I was... I just read that? Like, <laughs> so, uh, well, you know, when you're a script writer and you're trying to come up with horror movies based on holidays and you've already had Halloween and the Christmas and you had... Friday the thirteenth. What's can we do? To, oh, April Fool's Day. Nobody's on that yet, right? Yeah, let's take a let's take a, a, a C a, at best C tier holiday and make a whole movie out of that. Um, <laughs> su- such such as the eighties, right? And, and and by the way, this movie came out March twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six. So without looking up any further information, I'd say it's pretty safe to say that this movie was filmed in nineteen eighty five. So <laughs> we can use that. <laughs> We can use that as a uh, uh, an excuse for anything that's wrong with it. And be sure to uh, to come back uh, the next episode and hear what we have to say about April Fool's Day. So, you guys got anything to add about crawlers or uh, anything else before we uh, sign off here for the day? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. All right, then. Well, come back next time for April Fool's Day. So, for... <laughs> So for Will and the Professor Smoke and now Donnie, I'm Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show Podcast, and we will see you next time for April Fool's Day. Pulling out the coupe at the lot, turning for a 12-fuck swat, buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box, had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn field, I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals, we been trapping like the 